Welcome to Evolving Spiritually. My name is Kaylilla Daypool, Spiritual Intuitive Therapist. If this is your first time checking out my channel, hello and welcome. If you all are returning, what's up and welcome back to another intuitive session. If you would like to check out more sessions, you can always head over to patreon.com forward slash evolving into more. Over there, I upload two to three additional readings per week. If you would like to book a personal session like this or any other kind of reading, you can head over to evolvingintomore.com. Now, let's get into today's session. Hey guys, welcome back to another channel message. Before we get into today's session, I want to address some things about the creative challenge really quick. I have extended that deadline till Friday, September the 29th because I gave you guys short notice and I know that a lot of you wanted to participate but did not have time to complete it. So I have extended it out into Friday, September 29th. So if you want to get that turned in, go ahead and email me at sessions at evolvingintomore.com. Without further ado, we're going to get into today's session, but I definitely want to say thank you guys so much for all your love and support on last week's session because we had a great turnout on that. Thank you for every comment, every like, every share, and every mention and recommendation that was given. I love y'all, and I don't think I ever take time to really like give this appreciation back, but I really do appreciate everybody here on the channel. So let's get into this week's session. Jumping straight into it, per usual, if I'm looking down, I'm looking at my notes. But what I got is that through distance comes healing. And you have been distant and checked out from people and situations for a while now. And during this time, you have been able to see things more clearly than before. Right. So this is going to be sort of in relation to like a four of swords type of energy if we were to use the cards. And it's very much giving off of this feel that you had to be taken away from a certain situation, environment, connection, relationship, etc. In order to see the bigger picture of things. Because when we are close up to what is going on, the chaos and confusion, it's hard to see the bigger picture. It's hard to see what is really at play, right? So whether it was by choice or whether it was just life in general that has put distance between you and everyone else or everything else that you were dealing with it has brought you a tremendous amount of healing within your mind body and soul yeah so though this moment or these moments of isolation you have felt very cold and it's felt <laughs> unreal at times I don't know why I use that phrase but cold and unreal in the sense of feeling abandoned and neglected, feeling like no one cares or no one sees you or no one understands, right? We've all had to go through our moment of feeling abandoned, neglected. And again, that's going to show up in many different ways. But through that phase of your life, you found many parts of yourself that you weren't able to see or capture within, again, the chaos and confusion that you may have been surrounded by. So I feel like this has allowed you the space and time to tend to yourself and to figure out what you needed, 
what you needed regardless of the expectations that you have been upholding on your life. Whether it's people that you have been around or situations that you have been in where you felt like you had to be what these people wanted or expected or maybe even put onto you. But because you have distanced yourself in one way or another or isolated yourself per se, you have been able to really see yourself for who you are and embrace that. Now, it doesn't mean that you didn't go through insecurities, worries, doubts, fears. It doesn't mean that in this present moment that you don't have your up and down moments of feeling yourself and then questioning yourself and wondering, are you doing the right thing? Are you thinking the right way? Is this what it really is? Or could it be something else? But nonetheless, you have definitely come to a more centered grounded and stable place with you and throughout that though there has not been much evolution and advancement on a physical level mentally and spiritually you have grown so much that you have literally like jumped from a to z right and people are going to be wondering and they are wondering in this moment like how did that happen when did that happen but see a lot of people don't realize that through failure through disappointment through sadness through ups and downs is when you learn life lessons that take you from a to z that prepare you to be in powerful positions that you are not only able to stand firmly in but lead as well yeah and i think this this is very interesting because uh again with what what's going on energetically and spiritually a lot of people are dealing with the consequences to their choices and their actions and there are a lot of people who have not really dealt with hard times or hit a wall or have lost their job or not had money or the stability that they've always had and this is a very stressful time for them and these people are going to be seeking you in one way or another because they need to know how to function how to create that balance and you know when it comes to people from your past again that's up to them to to learn those lessons within themselves because we all know through our own experience that the only way you're truly going to learn something and it stick and it makes sense and becomes value of value to you is if you go through it and experience it yourself Yes, these sessions hit differently because I'm talking to people who have been through similar situations. It doesn't have to be exactly down to the T, but you have been and felt the things that we are speaking on, the things that are coming to the surface, which makes it all make sense in a way to know that collectively it, it is it is a collective energy that we are all experiencing and it's playing out and it's looking in different ways because we are uniquely individual yes but there's always something you can come back and have common ground on and you're going to have people who don't understand you who have not understood you but there's going to be a moment in time where people will understand it where people will see it and you will get your flowers right you will get the props that are owed to you and it may not be from the people and the things that you were expecting or that you thought but Nonetheless, you have gone through highs and lows to teach you that that is not going to make you nor break you. Yeah. So you had people pulling on your energy during some of your most vulnerable moments in life. So when you were hitting rock bottom, when you were going through heartbreak, hell and high water, 
You had people who were feeding off of that energy, who were getting their highs off of your lows, who were having their best days when you were having your worst days, right? And the focus is not on them and it's not on that, but it's for you to understand of how people will take advantage of you in those moments. They will wait until you are the most vulnerable emotionally or mentally to take advantage and see because you've been in these high and low moments because you've experienced things pretty well rounded you have not only proved to yourself but you proved to god you proved to reality in a sense that you are able and capable of handling what is getting ready to be presented to you right and just like we've said in the past sessions This is not for you to go explaining to anyone why you are qualified or why you are in the positions and places and spaces that you are getting ready to be in, right? Excuse me. So when we get into this, I feel that some of you were dealing with some type of health issues in your past that you don't suffer from anymore or soon will not suffer from right and this could be a different collage of things i don't know if that was the right word but you know what i mean um i I can't name off every health condition but it could be something as small as migraines or acne or um gaining weight or high cholesterol high blood pressure any of those things that you may have been dealing this could be something that was showing up and physically on your body or just happening mentally staying in a dark place um I feel like all of that energy, again, is getting ready to clear up because you had people and things feeding off of you. And so this is going into this state of mind that you have really big changes coming to your health and your mental state. And it's already been happening, right? Some of you are losing track of time. Some of your sleep schedules are off or you're thinking new things or seeing things in a new way. And you you are going through this upgrade per se within yourself. So if you're starting to feel a little bit different or not really understanding why you kind of feel disconnected from your body um, or you are at at a more advanced state within your spiritual abilities or your intuition, this is because you are aligning yourself with the places and spaces that you are getting ready to walk into okay um i feel like for some of you you may be experiencing sadness disappointment or just like really heavy feelings emotionally and you may not understand it and part of that is you mourning um this this past self this past life and experience that you've just gone through and your your body and all of that is is knowing that you are elevating at this time and so if that's not making sense then that's what that is but another half of it is a lot of you are picking up on people who have been pulling on your energy and you're feeling the effects of what they're feeling and you have to be in this place of grounding yourself to know what is yours and what is not yours yeah So within these changes that are coming, you will soon be in a more stable place in life overall. And when these blessings come in, you have to make sure that you are investing in your overall well-being. Okay? You have neglected yourself long enough just by not knowing any different. So when I say 
investing within yourself. This is being in a place where you are valuing your body as your temple, right? You're valuing the things that you're putting into it, um, how you're loving and nurturing and taking care of yourself. And for some of you, um, depending on what you're doing with your body and how you're using your your energy, you're going to need the massages. You're going to need the chiropractor. You're going to need, you know, to have these physicals and these doctor's appointments per se. I don't Everybody's going to be different, but this is investing in yourself. This is putting this, this wealth back into you so that you can be your best in order to show up in the best way possible. Right? So again, I don't know for everyone individually, but so you can grasp an understanding of what I'm saying. Again, if you're an athlete or you can be a vocalist, you can be a musician. This is like putting your money into the things that are going to aid you and help you to be able to sustain more, to want to be able to do more. You're not breaking yourself down just to create and put it out there. You're actually nourishing and like valuing your body in return. Yes, it's like they say LeBron James spends like a million dollars. I'm not telling you no dollar to put into nothing. But for example, they say he puts like a million dollars a year into the recovery of his body. You know, so that's going to look different for everyone. But if you are going to be in this place where you have the things that you need, make sure that you're placing the value within things that are going to bring value to you so that you can show up in the best way possible and feel confident and feel relieved to be able to do more. We're not in the phase of neglecting or abandoning ourselves within this energy anymore. Okay, so all of your energy and effort has not gone unnoticed. And I know a lot of you are feeling like, okay, so when are things going to turn around? It's not that things have not turned around. It's just that some things have not come to the surface yet. You have not experienced truths in the way that need to be surfaced right? And so you may be in this limbo or this waiting period per se, looking at yourself and feeling like there's something you still need to do. You still need to be, you still need to create. And honestly, I feel like you have done enough. And I think that you know that you have done enough. And am I saying to be lazy and then not go do anything? No, but if you are now just catching up to needing that rest, to needing that extra break or that extra breath, you know, this is taking that, this is giving yourself the permission that you need to let go. You've been trying to hold everything together. You've been trying to hold everybody else together. And that is just not your job anymore. Your job is to show up and authentically be yourself. It is to show up and be in this energy of, of, of being free. You alone and the things, everything that you touch, everything that you are, is an influence is inspirational and a lot of us are here to be just that to be ourselves to let our lives be a living testimony right and that is the favor that you have over your life it's not for you to sit here and worry and try to be like everyone else or feel like you have to succeed in the way that society deems acceptable or this is how it goes no your life flows differently and it works and it's been working yeah so 
again, this is not feeling like all of your energy and effort has gone unnoticed because what you built thus far has been for something and there will be things you needed to see first so that you don't continue moving forward, giving credit where it is not due. I think this is very important to speak on because it very much talks about being in this place of doing the hard work, the sweat, the tears, holding the emotional heaviness of everything, but still looking outside of yourself and giving other things and people the credit for it when in all actuality, you were the one to to put in the hard work behind things, right? So this is, for example, like being in a group in college and having an assignment and you're the only one who has done the research and you've written you know the paper in the outline and pretty much did the whole project by yourself and you have three or four people that want to put their name on it and get the credit as well and it's understanding that like yes a group is not just I but it's so funny how some people get that twisted right so this session is definitely about knowing to give yourself credit where it's due and breaking away from the constraints and confinements that we have been programmed to believe in how it has to be. And I, I gave that in such a general sense of like a, a group setting, but more, more than likely, this is going to resonate within the labels that we give people in our life, right? Like family, friends, coworkers, people we have history with feeling like because they were there or made an appearance or came at the very end that they get a piece of the pie too. And yes, we, we learned how to share, we learned how to be fair, but to what extent because I feel like you've been giving people and things credit for your hard work your entire life and though you may have not had a problem with it because again you don't mind giving in the ways that you give because that's just who you are this moment is not about that right you did it you done it and they still didn't care they still took advantage and they still took their moment and took it all right so no we're not matching energy we're not being an eye for an eye that's not what this conversation is about this is about understanding that this is your moment and you're not giving your moment and your hard work and energy and effort and the hell and high water that you had to walk through to someone else just because they decide to swoop in last minute and want to write their name on it okay I'm not going to sit in this kitchen and cook all this food and all this, all these meals and have people help me. And then somebody just wants to walk in the door every evening and just eat. Like, no, you, you have to put into this, you know, and that's kind of like interesting because when we think about like community or communal love, uh, loving, living, um, and how people used to really just like trade off of, you know, what they were able to contribute to the community. That's that's what I'm saying. When we think about, um, you know, separating from society and breaking away from jobs and and things like that, it's not that it wouldn't work, but everybody has to bring something to the table. So, for example, we're over here building a community, a person who has like you're not 
contributing you just want to come in and feed off of what everybody else is providing you're like that's not how that works you know if you're you're gonna come in and you over here growing corn and I'm over here you know growing rice or whatever then that's the that's the trade right or I'm making clothes and you're making shoes I don't know you know like something has to give it has to be a balance because you have people who want to come in your places and spaces and add no value, be able to give nothing in return, but just take, right? So this is very much noticing and focusing on the people that are giving back. Do they have to be giving in the same way that you give? No, but they should be giving something that holds value, right? So that's what I'm saying. If I'm cooking, the least you can do is clean, you think that I'm a, I'm a cook and you're going to sit at the table, eat, leave your shit there and then go on about your business and I'm going to do it every single day. You're wrong, right? Because that's an imbalance because only one person's energy is getting drained, is getting used, is getting worn out while the other person benefits and continues to move forward to come and benefit even more every time. So that's just like a well-rounded example, but that fits in many different scenarios. And this is what we're dealing with right now is you are in a place where you have literally built so much for yourself and you have people who now have gone through their resources because they didn't value it because they really didn't put any energy and effort into acquiring it. Because when you don't work for something, you really don't know the value of it. You really don't understand it, right? And I learned that lesson through growing up. Like my parents, gave me, I don't know, two or three cars, right? But that didn't really matter until I bought my own car. Now, I'm just not, I'm not careless. I definitely took care of my cars. But when I bought that car myself, it definitely was of more value to me. You know, I'm gonna make sure I don't hit the curb. I'm gonna make sure I keep it washed every week and keep it vacuumed inside versus, you know, getting cars from my parents. And again, still valuing it, but not as valuable as if if, if it were mine. Mine, mine, you get what I'm saying? I think I used to use that example like a rental car. It's like a rental car. Like, of course, you're going to appreciate it because you know that if you turn it back in in a bad condition, you're going to have to pay. You got to pay up for it. But still, some people are very reckless in rental cars. They will go hit potholes and they will drive their car in ways that they would never drive their own car. Right. So if you got to look at it in that terms, that's what I need you to see right now. And this is being in a place where you're not afraid to set those boundaries and list those rules and either people are with it or they're not. But as far as the people who have already shown you what they're willing to do or the lack thereof, you already pretty much have a clear basis on what is acceptable and what is not. And so this is a moment, again, some people will see it as selfishness, but this is a moment that you have built and created for yourself in that other people don't deserve to be included in unless you feel and deem that they are worthy to be in. And so because we have that understanding, 
That is why you've been in the stagnant energy. That's why things have been so drawn out because somewhere within all of us, we have still wanted to give, still wanted to be, still wanted to show up, still wanted to share. And it is not about like having an excessive amount of something. It is understanding that energy, that money is energy, right? And you can't be giving your energy to just anyone because what are they doing with that? And how does that have the the return effect on you? Because I think people like us, I know people like me, um, when you have more than you need, you don't have a problem sharing and giving. And the message is not to not share and give. It's to make sure that you are sharing and giving to people that are actually valuing it and doing something with it. Right. So Kaylee used to always say that she wanted to grow up and help homeless people. And we're definitely all there for it. But it's also having this understanding that the people that you choose to give and help have to be willing to help themselves as well. Or you will just be feeding into something that's going to just keep taking and draining you and not getting any better. Right. It's going to put you in a loop as well. So. We have had to sit back and see the reality of the people and the things that we were choosing at some point that we love, that we trusted. And again, it doesn't need to take away from any of that. It's just also knowing what you need to have and keep for yourself before people take advantage of it, use it, abuse it, and leave you high and dry. So you have been refocused in a sense to know who and what is deserving of it and for a lot of you you're sitting there and you're you're about to come into things and feel like damn I, I've acquired all this and have no one to give it to don't worry about that because you're going to be put in the right places and spaces with the right people that are going to reflect what you are giving off you just had to get rid of of what really was not you to begin with, right? The fear is not moving forward and being alone because that is going to be a reflection of who you are within. You have not come into these connections and these partnerships and these things because you've literally had to wipe your slate clean. And then you've had to see clearly for yourself what it is, what it ain't, what you like, what you don't like, and things of that, you know, things of that sort. So this is being in a place of really being grateful for this moment. Because when we get into this moment of nothingness per se, a lot of people think that it's just boring, is, you know, you liked it better when you wasn't this awoken or wasn't this spiritual. And yeah, like, no, you, you have peace. And again, that can be boring right now but when you start to incorporate the right places and spaces people and opportunities you're going to be grateful for this downtime so this is about changing your mindset and your perspective right now to know that everything is working for you it has always been working for you 
but you need moments to be gentle with yourself you need moments to see yourself you need moments to reflect you need moments to think things through before they surface because again we can think that we are ready for something because we've been praying for and working towards it so long but this is knowing the ins and outs and this is also being in a place where you don't let it slip out of your hands like water yeah so that's like a prime example that we've had on here for the last year is you can sit and you can ask for a million dollars and pray for it but you're you're not going to get it well god's not going to set you up in a way for you to get it and go through it right because you really have purpose within the things that you want so you, you've had this waiting period because you've had to go through different lessons in between so that you can figure out clearly what you want to do with that, how you want to invest it, and how you're going to um, like implement it in a way that it's going to bring you more value. And I feel like that's kind of what we touched on in, the, in last week's session of understanding that there are things that will be presented to you now that may have really done it for you and rocked your little socks off two to three years ago. But because you've gone through life and you've gone through some real shit and you realize what really matters and what really does not matter, your desires are different. Now, I'm not saying that they are completely different, but the, the, the work around it, the build of it is different, right? I can say that um, since Janae and I and Kaylee have moved to Mexico, our dream house has changed. The aesthetic of it, the build of it, what is in it has changed because we've experienced so much more since living in San Diego. And it's crazy because we will look at houses and be like, dang, if this was like a few years ago, like I would have been like, this is like top notch amazing. But because we've been in Mexico and we've seen, you know, Mexican homes with the culture and invested within the home and the uniqueness of things, them cookie cutter homes that, that, you know, look like every other house down the street, just they, they don't do it for us. And it's not to say that those houses are not valuable or worthy they are to the right person but because we've experienced more life and we've seen that there could be so much more possibilities within a home our ideal around it has changed right our perception around the possibilities has changed and all you need to do is stand firmly on what you desire and not settle for anything less yeah. So quick story. When I moved to Colorado back in 2018, this is like right before um, Janae and I like started talking and met and things like that. Um, we were Kaylee and I were staying in an Airbnb and we had just gotten to Colorado and we stayed in like this mother-in-law suite of this million dollar home. So I never actually got to go in the house. We could just see from the front like the front door had like windows and it was just from what I could see it was amazing but the mother-in-law suite by itself was just breathtaking and it wasn't nothing but like a little studio with a half kitchen a full bathroom and all of that but within this 
bathroom, they had a seat in the shower. Okay, I've told this story on here before, but I just want you to know how things work and you gotta take your time to really see how they manifest, right? So I remember the first night in that shower, I was washing my hair and that's when I realized like the seat that was like built into the shower. And I was just like, I'll be damned, you know? I've been in really nice houses and I grew up in a pretty nice neighborhood. So to me, to have a seat was just like, it was just like, it was amazing. I was like, oh, I didn't know. I would like something like this, but I did, right? And so I moved forward into looking at apartments from that moment because we were on like such a go trying to figure out where we wanted to be and stay. And when I got in Colorado, I was like, yeah, this is where I wanna be right? And I didn't know where the money was going to come from, but God was like, if you want stability, then go seek stability. If you are looking for somewhere to live, you need to go actively look for somewhere to live. And so with no money at that time, I went apartment searching and I looked at a few and I I did not focus on the money side of it because I was like, you know what? I just want to find somewhere where I'm going to feel safe. We're going to feel stable and we can settle down and not live, you know, out of suitcases, out of the car. And I went through a few and I got to one and it just felt homey to me. It felt like I can make this mine. The kitchen was everything. And I ended up living in there. And it wasn't until I was in that apartment about, I don't know, two, three, maybe four weeks into it, that it proved how not present that I was, how on the go I still was trying to be in my life, that I didn't realize a month into living at the apartment that I had the seat in the shower. And that's the ironic part because it was something that I didn't notice until like Janae came into my life. And it it was like, I had two sinks in the bathroom and then I, again, probably went to wash my hair and put the shampoo. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, I have a freaking seat in my shower. And it was just like, it was a very dramatic moment for me because I'm dramatic, but it was a moment of realizing like, damn, Kayla, you've been in here four weeks and you're just now realizing that you have something that you've been asking for. And again, though that apartment came and went, (laughs) it still let me know that as you go throughout life, you're going to have experiences and you're going to be in places and spaces that show you more, that help you evolve mentally, physically, emotionally. And you don't have to go and settle for what what once used to do it or what once used to be. You get to create freely and you manifest the things that you are seeking and it will be, right? You don't have to like, manifest from a place of lack anymore you don't have to just take the bare minimum because you're getting ready to step into a reality where you're gonna have more than you ever have before and this is being very generous with yourself and the things and the people that you are giving to while trusting that that is going to come back to you right because you're you're about to come into all these opportunities and this wealth because you have been giving so freely when you have had nothing and if you have been able to do so much with little with next to nothing imagine what you can do with everything that that you possibly desire and need right so giving that to the wrong people and things will end up breaking that cycle yeah 
hopefully that made sense i don't know why we went there but i felt like we needed to go there but this is all unfolding and coming together because you have recognized yourself in ways that you didn't or you couldn't before and really it's just giving yourself the the recognition of knowing that you are responsible enough to be in the places spaces and given the things that that you are getting ready to walk into you don't need to go into this next season of your life doubting or questioning like am i really deserving of this yes yes because if you were to go and pull yourself back from the past when you were sitting here crying and feeling hopeless and feeling down on yourself and ready to throw your hands up in the air and give up i'm pretty sure that version of you would say because you feel that way because you've tried everything that you can because you've given everything that you can so don't discount that in the moments where you have an overflow okay and don't be in this like this moment of overflow that you just let it flow you away from facts from what is true because again it's definitely giving this energy even though you know better that it would be like oh well i got it you know and it's nothing it is it is it's something it's energy and you need to keep that flow genuine you need to keep it authentic right so you go and help and you go and invest in people and things that are really going to value it in ways that you would have valued it if you didn't have it right and that's what i'm saying you cannot forget your low moments because you are going to be put in a position to help people who are really low moments and it's not because of the choices that they made that put them in that situation it's because of life within itself god is calling you and has a calling on your life to be of help to be of inspiration to be of value to the people and things that truly need you and you will not have to go seeking and searching that because you will come across it and you will have this inner knowing that it is for you to do right and again it, it it's it's being in this place of trusting and believing that what you're being guided to and what you're being shown is for you it will it, and it will only bring more for you okay so it has always been you trying and doing the hard work while others have manipulated you into believing that it was things or people outside of you it's not right so people don't get to come in and tell you how to live your life or what to do with what you have acquired Okay, people don't get to come in into your life now and try to guilt trip you and say that I did A, B, C, and D, you know, from fucking 30 years ago. And what I'm feeling is just like you got somebody that, that wants to come back and, and flip the script and let you know everything that they've done for you and how it has led you to this moment. But it, it's really with a focus of only on the things, the good things per se. But I don't even. I don't even really have like any feelings towards that because I feel like the things that these people will try to like bring back to the forefront to remind you of how they were there for you really weren't moments when like you were in need like these people showed up and did those things because it was like a basic necessity like that's something that you should have done regardless okay 
So as we get into this back page, we are speaking on um, an energy outside of yours. And I feel like you have a strong karmic feminine energy. This could be, you know, male or female, but they are very much in the feminine energy as far as like their emotions. I feel like this person manipulates through emotions and likes to pull little heartstrings in whatever way that they can. So you have a strong karmic feminine energy that has found a way to take from you or take from every new beginning that you have experienced in your life and like i said for some people is going to be very obvious as day how these people have come in and tried to rain on your parade um, but for some of you this person has done it in very soft and subtle ways and low-key behind the scenes in ways that you haven't even been able to see until now and that's what i'm 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 seeing or is coming out a lot in my private sessions with people in the last two weeks is like they've been dealing with soft-spoken loving surface level type of people who who love bomb in a sense or who come off as um as supportive but behind closed doors they're really trying to manipulate um your relationships and your connections and you would never put the two and two together because this may be someone that you talk to or have talked to consistently or maybe you even confided in. Um, but it's ironic enough that this person is very open and lets you know like, oh, I'm here whenever you need me. You can always come. And it's like it's giving off fake support. You know, of course, you're going to sit here and be like, oh, you can always come back home or I always got you. Or if you ever need me, I'm here to support you. And it's it's looking at that person in their life. Like, do they even have the space and place to to be that for you? Because more than likely, this person is going to have a lot of chaos and dysfunction going on in their own reality that they they cannot really support you in the ways that they are making themselves out to be. And that's what I feel like this karmic energy is like always trying to come off as something more when they don't really even have anything to give within themselves. And it makes you want to feel sorry for a person until you really start looking at why, why? Because you, you're not a bad person and you do the best to your best ability and you are always genuinely there for people. And yeah, you've gone through some stuff, but this person is like they're consistently swept up in chaos, confusion, and dysfunction. And yes, it's going to be their choices. It's because they're still choosing people and things that are not serving them. But you also know that they know that those people are no good for them. And it may lead to the question of like, but why do they still choose it? Why do they still continue? you to go through that loop and yeah some of it could be shame some of it could be trauma it's always going to lead back to trauma response but um it, it is also knowing that these people you know hold energy in and hold secrets and things that you just may not be aware of right and that's only going to be for a little while longer because all of this stuff is coming to the surface so This person, again, has has taken away from every new beginning that you've experienced in your life. And it's been just in, in the background. It's been trying to manipulate, again, new opportunities, whether it's a new career, going into jobs and not being able to keep them or having problems at every job that you go to. This could be in your relationship sector. This could be someone wanting you there or just wanting you around. And it looks like every time you get into a relationship, it ends in the same way 
way or you end up dealing with the same kind of person. It's really the same type of work and energy manipulation that's going on in the background, which then makes you feel like it's something about you. But no, you, you are surrounded by people and things who are trying to like control things like a puppet in the background and steer them in a way to keep you confined and stuck. So this person is someone who, who always finds a way to flip it and then call it love. And that, that's what I'm saying. That's the love bombing of like, oh, well, you know, I'm always here if you need me. I got you. I can give you this and I can give you that. This person can, you know, be giving you money, um, giving you a place to stay or just that, that, that support if you need somebody to vent to. Like they're manipulating through that energy, okay? Um, I feel like this person is sad that you have come into your own self and that you are independent, that you are uniquely yourself. Like it is something that really just drives this person haywire because they don't get it. They, they felt like they were that much of an influence to you that you should be just like them. And the thing is, you reflect many qualities of this person. And that may not be something that you're proud of now, but it, it's not even in a negative sense. It doesn't have to be negatively. I feel like you reflect every positive, beautiful trait and quality about this person. Um, but you carry yourself in a way that on, they only wish that they could, right? Um, they, they care about how the world and others see them, and they are heavily influenced by the world and other people. And the thing about you is that you're not, right? You, you could give a flying flamingo about those things that these people care about and this makes me think of like my mother one time she said like um when you know when I got into my lesbian relationship and I started reading cards she was very quick to remind me like well what do you think your friends are gonna say what do you think your family is gonna say and it's just like I don't care like fuck a friend at that point fuck family at that point if they can't see the truth of me through it then they're not people that I need right and they never really added any value to my life before so why should I put so much importance on people and things again who's not going to show up and love me authentically because me being with a woman and me reading cards doesn't change who I am at the heart doesn't change who they've always known me to be I'm just attached to things that look different than they did before, but that never changed me, right? So if you start looking at me differently because of the things I choose to attach myself to, you know, that, that's, that's your own problem. That's nothing that I need to care about because I don't look at my friends and my family and people that I'm connected to and base my perception off of the things that they are attached to, right? If you like it, I love it. If it makes you happy, I'm not here to judge it, <laughs> right? And that was a flow and we're gonna go with it. But that that's really what it is. Now I look at that stuff because if you are aligning with things that, that don't align with me in the path that I'm going in, I have the right to not choose that and not be a part of it. But you're not ever gonna see me sitting up here focusing on it, feeding myself with it, 
feeling a way about it and then trying to change it. No, I, 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 I am very much respectful of people and their own choices. I am very much understanding that we all have our free will. And that's what I'm saying. Fuck a friend and fuck a family member if they're really going to sit up here and have their panties in a wad because of choices that I've made for my life. And that's it. That's 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 how I feel about life. And people don't have to agree with me, but that's that's my perspective. Right. I'm not going to judge you on the things that you pick and choose, because I don't want you judging me on the things that I pick and choose. If you don't like it, leave me alone and know that in return, I will do the same. If I'm not feeling and and grooving with what you got going on, believe me, I will not be participating right and you don't even have to take that in an ugly sense like if she's not for me then she's i'm not against you either i just don't care it just does not matter (laughs) right and that is just something that is really really irking me in the past few days is that people will literally turn you into their enemy because you don't like choose them or you don't want to connect with them in the same ways that people just don't understand free will and today I was telling my wife when we were eating that like I'm just not going to allow situations and people to make me to be something that I'm I'm not right like I have people in my life currently or in the recent past that it's been very clear that we are on two different paths. And again, it doesn't make mine right and theirs wrong or theirs right and mine wrong. It just means that we are on very two different paths. And eventually, like, we're going to butt heads. So within my perception, I'm just going to focus on me and mine and keep growing in the ways that I know. And I'm going to wish you well and pray that you keep going with whatever you're choosing and doing and let that grow you into who you're meant to be everybody is not supposed to be like you everybody is not supposed to be in alignment with me and what I got going on and I have the freedom and the ability to understand that accept it and let people be who they're going to be right and I think people usually take that in in the opposite way right I, I, I understand that you don't like that I don't have time to talk to you every day and like sit here and tell you my business even though you feel like that's what I should be doing because that's what I used to do at some point. Like if I feel like I need to focus on me and mine right now and I'm, I'm putting my energy and effort into that, that's, that's what I'm going to do. And if that causes you to sit here and pull away from me and feel like, well now you know she got a problem with me because she's not talking to me like I'm not about to match that energy and I'm trying to give the best way to explain that but it's kind of like when people can feel you pulling away and then they try to flip it and make it seem like you know you were the problem or that you were bringing problems into their life like no I I just simply dismiss myself and that seems to upset a lot of people right I've had people recently like that would normally like my content and like the things that I post, like make it very clear that like I'm watching, but I'm not liking it no more because you're not talking to me. And at first I was just thinking, okay, well, like I'm not even going to give like my time and my attention to it. But today I was just like, I'm not about to be like that anymore. Like you're not about to make me ugly because you want to be ugly because of whatever guilt or whatever you are feeling at the end of the day. 
I'm, I'm keeping to myself, I'm isolating and I'm choosing me because that's the best thing that I can do. And if you understood that, you would be doing it too. And it wouldn't be no hate, jealousy, animosity or competition in your mind, right? But it's not gonna stop me from liking your content or still sending you an I love you because you're not changing that part of me. You can sit up here and you can have me messed up in change your perception of me and make me out to be something that I'm not, but you will never physically, emotionally, mentally ever change me. Only I can do that, right? And the only way that that happens is when you sit in, in that anger and that sadness and that disappointment and that bitterness and you let it. I'm okay with people having me fucked up, right? But I'm not about to be fucked up because that's what you want me to be. I'm not about to be ugly and say hateful things because that's what will make you feel better at the end of the day for feeling the way that you feel. Because at the end of the day, people see you and they feel the way that they feel about you because it is a reflection of themselves. They are projecting onto you. And you don't have to feed into that, right? It's like the Keisha Cole song, um might as well have cheated on you as much as you accuse me of cheating like I'm not about to go cheat just because you want to throw out false accusations every day on me you're not about to make me a cheater so that you can say see I was right about you no no if I have set up here and been respectful and loyal to you and you want to sit up here and paint out a picture of something that is really not me, I'm not about to go feed into it just to prove a point. No, you're going to be broken at the end of the day when you come to the realization that I was loyal and I respected you in ways that you didn't. And as much as you wanted me to go out and be the bad person like you were trying to make me be, it's just not going to be it. Because again, when you know thyself, you cannot be fucked with. I think people who want to be a tit for a tat and meet people an eye for an eye, like that's how they end up losing themselves. I'm never going to lose myself. I'm never going to stop being loving and caring and respectful and loyal to the people that are deserving of it. And even if I feel like your energy has switched with me, you're not changing my energy towards you. Yes, I still love you. I may not fuck with you in the same ways that I did before, but that doesn't mean I hate you. That doesn't mean that I, I, I don't like you anymore. It just means that right now we are on two separate paths and we need to fully be present in that in order to grow into who we need to be. And if our paths ever cross again and we connect and come back to some sort of understanding, then that's what it is. But people want to sit here and burn bridges because they don't know how to handle their self and their emotions and their reality. And, and that's what I'm saying. When you choose yourself and you pull away from people who have made their reality based off of you and what you got going on, they will feel like you abandoned and neglected them or turned your back on them. No, if I'm sitting here choosing myself and focusing on my family and my foundation, that gives you the place and space to focus on yourself and your family and your foundation and whatever else you got going on. You know, it, it, it's just, you got to see it like that. And I feel like whoever this energy is really felt like you choosing yourself and becoming into your own was taking away from what they built their identity around. And I just don't have a respect for it because at the end of the day, if somebody is willing for you to sabotage yourself in order to give them a peace of mind at the end of the day, then they're not for you. 
they're, they're just not for you. So, it is what it is, and it ain't what it ain't. Now, like I was saying, this person is just upset that you don't let the world or others influence the ways that you show up and live your life. I feel like whoever this is, they live their life with very deep regrets because they they don't value themselves. They neglect themselves and that leaves them with a lot of emptiness at the end of the day. This person traded their soul and their peace of mind for material gains that still mean absolutely nothing to them because you are not around. And because you're not around, they feel like it was all for nothing. And so this is like self-sabotage at, at, its, at its greatest. And so what do I mean when I say that? Visually, what I see is this person is angry and they have turned on you in this like very strong, passionate way because they have made choices in their life that have centered around you. And because you have grown to your own understanding of yourself and of life and you're making your own choices, this person has nothing to live through anymore. Like they have nothing to to take from anymore. And they feel like the choices that they've made in their past was because of you. Like, well, I only did this because of you. And I sacrificed this because of you without realizing that they still have to take responsibility at the end of the day, okay? We're gonna go back to my first example from when I first started this channel. I was going through a divorce when I started this channel back in 2016. And my reality was completely shattered because I let my parents influence me to get married because I was pregnant right and I kept feeling like I'm gonna do this because this is what my parents are telling me I should be doing and I don't want to disappoint them and I don't want it to look like you know they raised me in the wrong way so I got married okay and obviously we we know how that ended tragic tragic okay right but when my life was falling apart when I was getting abused mentally emotionally when I was really going through it, those same people were looking at me like, oh, well, that was your choice. You chose to marry him. You chose to get yourself into that. And as much as that ticked me off, it was the truth. It was the truth. Because at the end of the day, even though I hated to say, they didn't hold no gun up to my head and tell me, if you don't marry him, you're like, they didn't do none of that. They just influenced me. They just told me, well, if you're going to do this and you're going to be out here looking like this and this ain't how we raised you. And then you're going to have people thinking that we just out here doing this and being this and da, 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 right. So, no, they didn't force me to get married. I made that choice. And within me making that choice, I had to deal with the consequences of it, which was a divorce. And when I was in the middle of that consequence, they made it very clear, like, we ain't got nothing to do with it. You made that choice. You married that man, right? So you're going to have to clean it up and you're going to have to be there for yourself because we're not. And again, though it did, like, though it shattered me and made me extremely upset at that point, it was just the truth. And from that moment, moving forward in my life, I have not ever, ever, never, ever, ever made another decision based off of anyone or anything else outside of myself. 
And that's what we were saying in the last session. Don't let this world influence you. Don't let the people around you influence you to make a choice that is truly not of you. Because when shit comes crumbling and crashing down, when you hit a wall and you got to deal with it, ain't nobody going to be around. People can't go through that with you. You're the one who's going to have to live it. You're the one who's going to have to experience it. My parents was not given one flying flamingo any of them days, any of them nights that I was feeling alone, abandoned, neglected, unloved, and everything else. And they obviously damn sure did not care when they abused my child and literally threatened our lives. They was over here opening the door for him to come on in. Again, something that didn't make sense at the time, but it makes sense now. And that's what I'm saying. You you got to know what you're getting yourself into because regardless of you letting other people influence that decision, you're going to have to be the only one going through the consequence that comes from that choice. And so to bring this back to what I'm saying, whoever this person is, love to not take accountability and responsibility for their choices and they have always used you as their scapegoat they have always let you be the blame always let you be the reason oh i did this because of you and i want it better for you and you have the audacity to leave me you have the audacity to choose for yourself and want happiness for yourself well what about me you responsible for you. I'm not responsible for you, right? And I have a thorough understanding of that. I have a nine-year-old and I'm very understanding that at some point she's going to be a grown woman and I am not going to be that parent that sits here and be like, but I sacrificed my life for you and I gave everything and I worked my heart. Like, no, everything is based off of your choice and you have to deal with that consequence. I'm not going to sit up here and hold it over Kaylee's head that I've literally had to reconstruct my entire life to save her from abuse. Because, yes, that was in pursuit of saving her and helping her get out of the trauma that she was birthed into and didn't have a choice to be included in. But it was also a choice for myself. I chose to leave that man in Dallas, Texas, in that environment for myself on top of the safety of my child. And for me to ever get in a place when she decides to start thinking for herself and choosing for herself and turning around and be like, so after all these years, you just gonna leave me? You just gonna go start your own life and worry about your own family? Like fucking right just like I did, right? I think people, they tend to forget that. But you you see, like, it's easy to put it off on you. It's easy to blame you for their problems because the moment that they start taking accountability for even one thing, they have to go take accountability for everything. And that's why I'm saying this is self-sabotage at its greatest form because this is somebody who at any cost is not willing to take accountability for their actions. So now that you have distanced yourself from them and taking yourself out of their reality, they getting hit with they shit. They are having to deal with their consequences on their own. They're not able to sit up here and use you as a scapegoat anymore. So when you don't have anything else to blame, you, you're only left with yourself. 
So I'm not sure why this person couldn't see you as one of your own, (laughs) but this is definitely codependency, like codependency at its finest. This is someone not knowing how to detach and let go. They failed to realize that you would arrive at a place in your life where you would have to make your own choices. That through all of this noise and dysfunction that you were birthed in, that you existed around, you still found yourself within it all. This is a person who craved control so bad that it led them to not having no control at all. They, they lost all control, including of themselves. And they live in regret on the daily. After decades of convincing themselves that they were doing the right thing, you reflect just how wrong they were. That they always had two choices, wrong or right. But they continue to choose wrong, to avoid the feelings that would succumb at some point. You can't run from shit. You're going to have to deal with it at some point. So yes, hurt people hurt people. Even the people that they love truly. Even people that they love the most. If that means them not having to face themselves and the truth of the destruction that they have caused to so many. Right? So how does that look? I'm going to use myself for example. When I divorced my ex-husband and I left, I left everything. You can have it. I don't want nothing. Okay? I didn't even want to deal with no child support. I didn't want nothing. I don't I don't want your money. I don't care for your freaking money. I want my freedom. Right? But the courts put put that in place because again, we are not our own at the end of the day. We are governed by other people who, who have the final say-so if, if you include them in there, right? So me, I, I didn't want nothing from them. I wanted out. I wanted my name back. I wanted my freedom. I wanted a divorce, right? I, it's been countless times that I have set up here and, and argued with the state and said, like, please just release me out of this. Let them go. I don't want a penny. I want a peace of mind. And my mother used to sit up here and say, like, man... You know, like, I just wish that I would have done that and wish that I could have did that when I was your age or if I was that wise. And then that's the same thing she turned around and hate me for. Like, I thought you would be proud because I learned and, and I chose differently and I did better. But that is the main thing that pisses her off because she feels like it should be it should have been her. It could have been you. But don't sit over here and reflect your regrets on me. And that's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, if you can't be proud of me for becoming more and being more, then you are not somebody that is for me. Because that's the whole point of this shit. I did everything that I did to show Kaylee better, to show her more with the hopes that she's grasping and understanding or will at some point. And when she becomes grown and makes choices in her life, that they are better than the choices that I've made in my life. I'm not going to sit up here and hate her because of what I've instilled within her. But I get how that happens when you're living a lie, when you're living a life of regret, when you have constantly made one choice after the next, after the next, after the next, and not taking accountability and responsibility for it. The moment that somebody shows you it could have been different. 
Yes, I left. You stayed, right? I called the police and, 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 and saved my child and you didn't. And hate me for it, right? And that's like I said in the last session, like people really think by shutting us up and, and getting us to, to just not say anything about it and keeping it like brushed under the rug that it's gonna make it any better. It's, not, not, it's still not gonna make you like less conscious of what you've done. It's still not gonna make the damage that you've done go away. And, and that's what I'm saying. A person who is not for you is, is really against you. If you look at somebody and feel like you wanted them to fuck up in the same ways that you did because you just don't want to deal the, with the reality that it, that you did have a choice, that it could have been different. I'm not here to like prove anything to my mother or prove that, yeah, you could have did this and you should have did this. It has never been rooted in that. It has been rooted in learning from the things that she showed me, that she instilled in me, that I was able to observe and see the, the, the consequences and the damage that was done from that, that made me orchestrate my life differently. I got a divorce because I based that marriage off of a perception of my parents' marriage just to see that neither one of them were happy, but neither one of them were willing to leave. Okay, well, I'm learning from that, and I will be the bad guy, right? I will be the one that leaves. If that meant for me to be happy and for my ex-husband to go find his happiness, right? But goodness gracious, nobody cares about being balanced and being right. He wasn't happy. I wasn't happy. Everybody could see we wasn't happy. So I did us both a favor. You deserve to be happy with whoever makes you happy and whatever makes you happy. And I deserve that for myself. But because I made that choice for myself, goodness gracious, it it turned my life upside down. Because the majority of those people wanted me to live in the same hell that they were living in. Because they didn't want to choose any better for themselves. Because they didn't want to put in the energy and effort to change it around. No, my life has not been rainbows and butterflies in the last six years. It may not even be anything for you to even look up to and be inspired by. But the legacy that I leave by the time I'm out of here, it will be. And that's that's what I focused on. I knew leaving my ex-husband and taking my child away from a, a marriage into the unknown would have brought a lot of hard emotions and things that may take a while to process and understand. But I also knew that I would rather raise my child in the truth and authenticity of showing her a real example of love and marriage instead of faking a a, a fake one and, and telling her that this is what she should be striving for in life. I would be setting her up for failure. Right? So I don't really know how that will resonate with you and what you can take from it. But I felt like that was something that needed to be said because a lot of people have a problem with you simply because you are choosing right from wrong in your life. And because they they made one wrong choice, they felt like they could never come back from it. I made the wrong choice by marrying the wrong person the first time around. And it wasn't because of what played out now and what I know now. I knew that from the beginning before it got ugly. We were two different people trying to force it into something that would have never been. But instead of me sitting up here, realizing that Kayla, maybe you did make a mistake and I know it got pretty far, but you can still say no. (coughs) I kept going. 
And I stayed in it for three years until I was literally suffocating and miserable. And I thank God that I had the sense that I did when I had it to leave because I I wouldn't be here right now. That's a guarantee. I wouldn't be here. And I've had a smear campaign and I've had people make me out to be something that I'm not. And I'm still always going to stand on who I am and who I've always been because people will get exposed as they should when they should and like they are right now. I was made out to be the problem when obviously I'm not. I I really just wanted a genuine love. I just really wanted an authentic marriage and relationship and something to show our child that she could have and be more of. And I got that, right? But the person that was making me out to be a problem is out here creating other lives on top of other lives and and lives, children, um, and lies out of their mouth and painting out things to be something that they're not when reality is is speaking for itself. And that's why I come on this channel every week and remind you that you don't need to be anything outside of yourself. People don't have to like your truth. People don't like have to like how you show up, but it is what it is and it ain't what it ain't. And they will eventually see it at some point. But don't ever let that like ship shape and, and mold you into something that you are not. You're not too much. You are not crazy. You are not doing the most. You are not asking for too much. You're just asking the wrong people. You're seeking validation from people who couldn't even come close to it. And that's that. That is that on that. Okay? So, yeah, I think think I'm just going to end it there. Right? I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll talk to you in our next one.